This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. ComEd will pick up that old working fridge, recycle it, and send you $50. Schedule your free pickup at ComEd.com slash fridge recycling. Time for Hey, I Was Wondering. If we use your Hey, I Was Wondering, you get one of those Eric in the Morning travel mugs that everybody so covets. And we'll hand those out shortly. Uh, this comes to us from Michelle. Hi, Eric. So I was wondering why autumn or fall has two names and no other season does. It might be called fall because of the falling leaves, but other seasons have distinguishing features too, don't they? Just wondering. Thanks, Michelle. Fall or autumn. Like, okay, first of all, uh, Whip, do you call it fall or do you call it autumn? I think I call it fall. I think I very, very rarely would say autumn. Okay, Violetta. Yeah, I say fall. All right, Mel D. Yeah, it's got to be fall. It's always fall. It's rare you say autumn unless you're wearing a vest and going apple picking. Definitely. Then it's autumn. Yeah. Right. Which is also a woman's name. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, like for spring, we could just assign it a guy's name like it's Spring or Larry. Yeah, we you could do I mean? that. We could just start yeah. calling Spring Larry. Yeah, if we wanted to. Or something like that. And then, oddly enough, handed to me this morning by Swanee or Cynthia... Why Americans say fall instead of autumn. Oh. We're the only ones that do it, I guess. Wow, didn't know really? this. Uh, what do you call the season that comes after summer? Americans typically say fall more often than autumn. Dictionary.com says harvest was the first name of this season. Oh, mm. okay, okay, that makes sense. It's mm-hmm. called harvest. I just saw a Hallmark movie that's called Harvest and Autumn. Look at that. So they were actually being redundant. <laughs> that's true. They don't even know it, probably. But fell out of favor. Harvest did back in the 1300s. You remember that, don't you? <laughs> 13, that seems like yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Is that long ago? Do you ago? remember that, that one day that that happened when you were down grinding uh, butter? Yes. Churning butter and grinding Yeah, oats? like I said, you know what? Time, <laughs> Whatever time, you grind. Time totally flies. Yeah. I can't believe it was that long ago. With autumn being more popular name to use then, the term fall likely comes from the phrase, here you go, Michelle, the fall of leaves or falling leaves. Mm. Uh, phrases poets uh, seem to like quite often. Miriam Webster, who also is someone Whip went to school with in the 1300s. She was kind of hot. And they named a dictionary after her. That's true. She was wordy, too. Miriam Webster says people started shortening the name to the season of the season to fall in the 1600s. Do you remember that, Whip? Yeah. Well, I mean, if the 1300s seems like yesterday, then the 1600s like seems like minutes 12 minutes ago. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, the 1600s. Also, British English and American English tend to differ. And in the 1800s, which was like just when this break started, <laughs> exactly. the British settled on autumn as the word of choice. So if you're British, this is autumn. Right. If you're a stinky American like the rest of us, it's fall. Mm. Got it. it. Who says you can't learn something on, hey, I was wondering once in a while. Really See what Melissa missed out on today? That, she would have loved that, yeah, talking about the leaves. That would have been right in her wheelhouse. Right. It's Anxiety Wednesday.
things that are anxiety-inducing. They came up with the uh, top five that give us anxiety. Work, not surprisingly, number one. Social gatherings, number two. Money, number three. All the obvious. Mm-hmm. Health issues, number four. Mm-hmm. Violetta, number five. No. Oh, no. You know, all the standard ones I'm that very give relaxed. people anxiety. I would like, what, uh, what gives you anxiety generally, Whip? Uh, well, the social gatherings one was the one that hits home the best for me. Every uh, time I'm going to meet anybody, whether it's a big group, an individual, I don't want to go. I okay. want it to be canceled. I want them to call and say they can't make it. Got it. Even though it ends up okay 99% of the time, I hate it. I would have expected, you know, uh, a ninth inning and your team down one. Well, that's very stressful, too. Anxiety-inducing. Like, you know, like I said, coming downstairs with a dog poop on the floor. It's anxiety-inducing. Mm-hmm. Be a <laughs> Um, I don't know why. The first thing I thought of was when I go to Portillo's. When Bronco makes a bad goulash. Oh, no. no. <laughs> no. When I go to Portillo's, I get so anxious. We're in line separate. Like, some people that. are going to, the like, the, the beef section, and some people are going to, like, the pasta. Right. And, like, the Barnelli's get, versus the Portillo's. Yeah, and I get really nervous. And that there's like, a lot of line merging. Line merging, and they're screaming, and they're writing on that big piece of paper with the big pencil, and I'm like, you what? You ever notice, too, you, you really got to know what you're doing at the Portillo's yeah. drive-thru because uh, you, you never get to see a menu. No, you That's just have true. to know. That's true. The menu's there, but by the time they're taking your order, you haven't even gotten to the menu. It's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, and then I'm like, oh, I forgot the hot peppers. Right, and then you ask them for a menu, and they give you that look. Yeah. Like, like don't you know how this works? <laughs> right, you just got to go. Keep going. The top three things that give you anxiety. 312-233-1019. Uh, hold on, Alyssa, we'll get to you in a second. Uh, hi there, Kristen. No coffee creamer. No coffee creamer. Anxiety-inducing. Yeah, what are you going to do? That'll get you every time. Sean. Oh, buffering during a good movie. When the buffering happens during a good movie. And you don't know, should I restart it or Uh, not? Yeah, it's true. Too much buffering. You'd never survive around here, Molly. What gives you anxiety? Making other people happy, Ah. like decisions. Other people not being happy drives you crazy, the anxiety-inducing, huh? Yep. Uh Uh-huh, yep, Never work, never fly around here. No, it wouldn't. I kneel. Driving. Driving gives yeah. you anxiety. Mm. Beth. In-laws. In-laws give you. <laughs> a okay. tie at number three. A tie at number three. Alyssa. Uh, push and pull doors. Push and pull doors. Never knowing where you're pushing or pulling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doors are a popular answer. Tied at number three. Denise. When someone leaves a cabinet door open a little or a drawer open a little, like in the kitchen, drive me bananas. Uh, bananas. I'm with you. You're I'm with you. Driven bananas. At number two, Lori gives you anxiety. Finding a new hairstylist. Aha! Yeah, yeah, that's tough on Whip. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Did you see? Speaking of new hairstylists, uh, Whip, you're a super cuts guy, right? Uh, a great clips more and right. sport clips depends on uh, which one I have a coupon for. But yes, uh, you ever been to Super Cuts? Uh, I might have gone there a time or two. You know who goes to Super Cuts? Who's that? Eva Mendez. You're kidding. Hollywood superstar Eva Mendez. Confirm that she gets her hair done at Supercuts. Wow. Try that on. That's Some awesome. of the stylists yeah. in those places are great, so maybe she found the right one. And more on that coming up. And finally, in at number one, what gives you anxiety, Michelle? When you have to poop and there's no safe place to poop. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that is oh, the worst. <laughs> oh, God. That's yeah. more like self-perpetuating, uh, too, because uh. that gives you more stress, and then you got to go even more. I, I'm with you, Michelle, when there's no safe place to poop and you got to poop in an unsafe place. Yeah. Yeah. You can't relax. Yeah. No. Does this happen to you a lot, Michelle? I, I'm a teacher, so yeah, it does. Ah, well, <laughs> yeah. Is there a, a teacher-only bathroom? 
There is, but anybody can use it. So there could be a male walk in right, in right after you. Right. You've, You've done your business in there right when the basketball coach is coming in. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> right. Uh-oh. He's going to know. Oh. Last week, out of nowhere, we're just sitting here minding our own business during some Taylor Swift song. And Mel D makes the announcement, you know, I think I'd like to start drinking. Yeah. I'd like to learn to drink. Yeah. Never been a drinker. I think it's time for me to become a drinker. And we said, well, you've come to the right place. <laughs> you have, I'm like, I can be your Yoda on this one. Oh, for perfect. Sure. Well, right. I need to help. So drinking with Mel D was born. And then yesterday on the show, we took your suggestions. Uh, now, what kind of drinks Mel D should have? She should have one go-to drink. And we figured that out. Then one party time drink. Then one nightcap drink that mm-hmm. she, you know, when she goes out with all, all of her friends and it's time to go drinking, she's able to order easily. Uh, so yesterday, of course, we threw this out, and as soon as we did, Big Karwowski immediately left the building and started hitting every bar in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Research. Right, to try to find the right joint, the right dive, the right kind of place when you walk in, you don't know if it's day or night. Mm-hmm. There's that's a guy named dark. Cal at the end of the bar and a bartender named Snake. Now, we found that bar, and that's where we're going today, and we'll announce later where it is. Uh, but uh, I believe the bartender's name is Trevor, but he has agreed to be called Snake. Yeah, it is Trevor. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, and, uh, and we're going to take the cameras along. You and I are going to take a stroll down the street. We're going to go into the joint. Yeah. We're going to have a couple of cocktails. We're going to teach you how to drink. Me, Snake, and you. Okay. And maybe Cal comes over. Maybe. Okay. All right. Do you guys need a cheerleader with you? No, we're good. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> uh, do we know, does this place have a jukebox? Oh, it's got to. Because we have to play uh, classic rock songs. <laughs> Nothing but ACDC yeah. songs on the jukebox. I'm getting into classic rock now. Are you? Days. Yeah, because oh, yeah, Scott's making it, right? Your boyfriend, yeah, Scott. he's a big classic rock fan, and he doesn't like any music that I play. So. Now, what does Scott think about you deciding to become a big drinker now? He's, he's pretty much for it. He's um, for it? Yeah, he All loves right. drinking beer and stuff. All right, so he loves drinking. Yeah, he loves All right. it. <laughs> All right, uh, is Scott cool with me teaching you the ins and outs and the ropes of drinking? Yeah, yeah he's right. totally cool with that. All right, now what did we settle on yesterday for the three drinks? Do you remember drink number one, which will be your everyday drink that Snake will make for you? Yeah, that was a Dirty Shirley. A yep. Dirty Shirley oh, yeah. was suggested, which is basically a Shirley Temple with vodka, which is good because Shirley Temple is kind of your speed. Yes, I, I like those. Just you that. get it with the cherry or no? Uh, yeah, that just comes yeah. on top, right? Yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah. Like, my, uh, when my twins were eight, they would order Shirley Temple. Yeah, those So are it's great. perfect for you. Mm-hmm. We'll just pour a little vodka and we'll go there. Then when it becomes party time, we need something that you can order. You can go, I want for everybody. And then when everybody has it, they taste it, and they have that scrunched up, I think I'm going to die face. Yeah. And what have we selected for that? Yeah, that was Malort. Malort. All right, because there's not a person on this planet no. that likes Malort. Don't ever let any people tell you they enjoy it. They don't. They're just doing it for the image. Yeah, okay. it's totally an image thing now. It is an image drink, okay? Malort. It is, it is horrendously terrible. I hope I don't, like, spit it out. Yeah, you will. Okay. All right. And then we wrap our drinking morning uh, and drinking with Mel D with what? Um, This was, was it a Jamo Pickleback? A no, Jamo, yeah. Jamo Pickleback. Jamo Pickleback. Do you know what Jamo is? No. That's Jameson Whiskey. There you go. Are you Irish? Yes. All right, so this is important for you to know this stuff because it's an Irish whiskey. Okay. So you're going to do an Irish whiskey shot of JMO, <laughs> and then you're going to chase it with some pickleback juice. Okay. That's just pickle juice, right? Yeah, right. just pickle yeah. juice. Yeah. I yeah, like Snake will set you up. Yeah. My man Snake's so, got you covered. Yeah, the pickle juice just totally kills all of the whiskey, so right. you end up just tasting a little salty aftertaste, and it's so good. Try this. Try doing this. Try this. 
Do this. Ah, try that. That's exactly <laughs> oh what you're going to be doing. God. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. This I, is going to be so entertaining. Right, give me, give me the, once again, you'll, you'll do the JMO, then you'll quickly <laughs> grab the pickle juice. You go. Ah, give me that one more time. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Aww. I think you're in good shape. Yeah, all you're right. so ready. You're so yeah, ready to right. go drinking. I think the cameras are down there setting up now. Because oh, we're man. going to a dive bar that opens at 7 a.m., which is awesome. Mm-hmm. As, 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 probably as early as they can legally open, they'll they, be open. They close at 6.30 and then open at 7, so they just have a half hour to sweep. Right. They're not sweeping. Pretend They're to sweep. putting their head down for a yeah. second. Yeah. All right, are you ready? We're going drinking. You and me, Meldy. It's going to be great. And your cheerleader. Uh, yeah. Nope, sorry. I'm coming. Nope, sorry. Going to have a bouncer <laughs> at the door. Not allowed. Why do you want it? We're going to have a special bonding moment, me and Mel D. I know, but she might need me there for, like, moral support. You're not, like, the most, like, warm and fuzzy guy. That's exactly how it's supposed to be in a dive bar. That's another thing you need to know, Mel D. When we go on a dive bar, you and I will be sitting on stools next to each other, drinking. Okay. But we won't be talking. Oh. No talking. Nope, just a lot of, oh, lot of, of looking looks. around and nodding. Just and don't staring. look anybody in the eye. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially Cal. Don't right. look Cal in the eye. Oh, I see, I was thinking that Snake might want to hear all your troubles. Aren't no. you supposed to tell Snake all your troubles? No, Snake will tell us stories. Okay, got we it. We just do a lot of nodding. Mm. Good story, Snake. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right? Good story, Snake. Good story. <laughs> yeah. Give us another round. Right. As you're saying to yourself, what's trending on Twitter? Well, we jump over there into the social media department. By a social media department, I mean that chair about four feet away from me. Uh, where Mel D sits, uh, planning out, checking, uh, isolating, identifying the top three things that are currently trending on Twitter so that the rest of us don't sound like a big, huge bowl of dummies. Mm-hmm. Are we all set to go? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Top three things trending on Twitter in at number three. Okay. Could there be some trouble with Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello? Wait. We just heard them. They appeared fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some fans on Twitter might think so after Sean deleted the viral video of him and Camilla kissing, oh. which left everybody asking why. Because so it's that, creepy. Well, yep. Yep. That video was posted after Sean and Camilla got some heat for saying that they looked like fishes when they kissed, so they kind of made a video to make fun of all that. And this was actually one of Sean's most liked tweets, but now it's gone, it's deleted, and everybody wants to know why, and they're sending, uh, you know, good vibes their way and making sure that there's no issues going on. Wow. Trending on Twitter number two. <laughs> Lady Gaga quickly became uh, the attention of everybody in the gaming community, and she got some heat for it. Basically, she went on Twitter and asked everybody, what's Fortnite? And with all the attention ah. that Fortnite had the past few days with them having a blackout where users couldn't access the game, everybody thought she might be making fun of all the gamers, but she got a big response from all the fans, even Ninja, the most famous Fortnite player, oh, and he was explaining basically what it was, but people are saying, uh, we don't know if she's actually actually joking or if she really just doesn't know what Fortnite is. What actually happened? Because I, I know Fortnite went off for a day and then yeah. came back. Did they just update it with a bunch of stuff? And yeah, it was basically like a marketing Kind of relaunch thing. it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Right. Took it away and then Got brought it. it back with new and improved stuff. Good feels, plan. I feel so bad that I didn't know that until now. Whoops. You make uh, all the addicts go into withdrawal sure. for a day or two yeah. and make them start shaking. Right. And which makes them, when it comes back, even bigger addicts. That's right. what I'm saying. We need that. Uh, trending on Twitter, number one. Jennifer Aniston, she kind of broke Instagram uh, yesterday when she officially joined it. 
So she kicked off her new account with a classic pic with all of her friend stars, but the post ended up gaining so many likes that if you tried to follow Jen yesterday, you couldn't because her page had so many people viewing it that it just froze and it wouldn't let you to do it. But her pic gained almost 10 million likes in less than 24 hours, which is almost setting a record. And she gained over 7 million followers in in less than 24 hours. So it's kind of crazy, but Jen is officially on Instagram now. Wow. All right. Yeah. And she, the picture was her and all the friends, and it appears as though it was taken fairly recently. Yeah, yeah it, it looks does. pretty new. Like looks they like all, they're at dinner. They all got together hanging out mm-hmm. or something. Dinner, well, you know what happens at dinner. <laughs> Joey doesn't share food. Jennifer Aniston. And I saw that she followed Justin Thoreau. Ex-husband Justin Thoreau is among the people that she chose to follow. Did you see that? I yeah. thought you were talking about the Canadian Prime Minister. For I know. <laughs> As opposed to Justin, Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. Yeah, um, yeah I think Prime he Minister. left a comment on her photo as well. Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. I think he said something like, oh, it's about time or something. Right. He left some sort of comment on there. Perfect. Thanks, Meldy. <laughs> uh, they say weed moms are the new wine moms. It's a new thing. Hang on, Tammy. Kevin, you're up first. What's up? Hey, morning, everyone. Good morning. Hey, so my wife, I took her on a work trip. I had to go out to California and Colorado for work. Oh, my God. We went out or, there. Or is, they, or is it yeah. known around the weed community, Ground Zero? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, uh, it was a disaster. <laughs> so she, uh, she she dabbled a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she dabbled a little, and uh, and things were never the same. All of a sudden, wine doesn't sound so appealing. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she's always been kind of a rule follower, so as soon as somebody told her she's allowed to do it, she, uh, she kind of changed her opinion on it. Right, once the and government stepped in and said, sure, help yourself. Yeah, yeah, she's, uh, she's waiting for that direction. But now, right. so she's, uh, she's itching for January 1. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, she's saving money on all the Cabernets. Now, right. Those really expensive Cabernets. She's mm-hmm. going with the cheap weed. No. Nope. <laughs> hey, Tammy. Hi. Uh, they say the headline, weed moms are the new wine moms. Totally true. Really? Better on your health, your liver, take the break. Absolutely. I'm a super talk wine of the monther. Uh-huh. It's going to save some cash. Right. Already got peeps in California, right. Colorado, Vegas. Right. They're bringing you stuff. The oh, yeah. Am- awesome. The amount of money that you're saving on not buying wine, are you spending on Cheetos? Uh, that's my issue. I'm in uh, McDonald's drive through right. right now. Right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. The amount of money you're saving on your Cabernet, your Flowers Cabernet, you're yeah. actually now spending on uh, an egg At McMuffin. Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. It all evens out in the end. Okay, we've cleaned up the house. Now the garage and that old fridge. But I no buts. There's just one old jar of sauerkraut in that fridge. Comet will take it away for free. Send us fifty dollars. But honey, and we could save over a hundred dollars a year in energy costs. But no buts. Comet is picking it up next Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> You just like to argue. Schedule your free pickup from the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program at comed.com slash fridge recycling. ComEd, powering lives, funded in compliance with state law. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. ComEd will pick up that old working fridge, recycle it, and send you $50. Schedule your free pickup at comed.com slash fridge recycling. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. ComEd will pick up that old working fridge, recycle it, and send you $50. Schedule your free pickup at ComEd.com slash fridge recycling. Your dog trashed it. All right, so now the accusation, the allegation is uh, Cubs president Theo Epstein's uh, dog, Winston, who appears to be a 10-pounder. Yeah, which is 
pretty small. A 10-pound... No, they don't say anywhere. They just keep calling him Winston. He's a 10-pounder, but he pees prolifically. That's the allegation. And uh, has completely trashed the joint. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Theo says otherwise. They're in court trying to sort this out. There is no denying, though, that your dog is a uh, one-person or a one-animal wrecking machine. Right. Because look at some of these. What'd they get into? Your dog trashed what, Alex? A 300 Christmas cookies and ate my reclining chair. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 300 cookies. 300 Christmas cookies and a chair. Uh-huh. My wife was cooking for a church bake sale uh-huh. and uh, left them on the counter, ran to the store, came back, and it was white sugar all over the wow. floor right? and fluff all over the place because ah. it got into the chair. Got into it. Uh, and what kind of dog are we talking? A Rottweiler. Ah, okay. uh, big boy, big boy. Yeah. Ate a whole chair. You know, and then, wow. fi- then finished off a couple of cookies for dessert. <laughs> the cookies were just exactly. That's nice. That's crazy. Uh, your dog destroyed what, Mark? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. So uh, I met a girl. She was pretty regular when we met. When she got kind of fancy, bought a pair of twelve hundred dollars Manolo Blahniks. Ah, uh, twelve hundred dollars Manolos. Yeah. Days later, your lab ate her Manolos. Oh, oh you better be exactly. paying for those. Ooh, crap. <laughs> Ooh, how? Uh, I'm gonna guess that wasn't received well by the girl. It wasn't. But when I went to get the new ones, I told the guy the story and he gave me the shoes for free. Ah, wow. kidding? Nice. Wow, go get me a pair. Hi there, Jane. Yeah, hi. Good morning. Good morning. Your dog destroyed what? He destroyed the trim and around the front door and all the trim in the front room as well. Uh Uh-huh. Destroyed all the trim in the house. Yeah. Just bored one day. Yep. So just ate the edges of the house. Looks good to a dog. Yeah, just the edge. Right. Ate around the edges of the house. Your dog destroyed what? Uh, Gene. Hey, he ate, uh, a friend of mine let me stay at his house, and he evidently wanted out of the room he was in. He ate the... Uh, Your friend or the dog? <laughs> my, well, my friend, too, but uh-huh. no, the dog. Gotcha. He ate about a foot of the carpet and the, one of those hollow doors. Right. He almost got through that in about a three-hour period. Wow. So you, like, locked the dog in the bathroom or the bathroom or the bedroom, and the dog ate its way right through the door. He, he is almost out when I got there, yes. Right, right. Wow. That's a dog with some level of determination. He will not be contained. Uh, <laughs> your dog destroyed what, Katie? Uh, $200 in cash. Eight cash. Oh, man. Oh. Just went straight to the cash. Like, oh, why hurts. destroy anything? Yeah. I'll just eat the cash directly. <laughs> yeah. That's it was so... one $100 bill in 520s. Oh. Yeah. And tiny little, like, oh. confetti pieces. He's like a human <laughs> ATM, or I'm sorry, a dog ATM. <laughs> a shredder. Uh, your dog destroyed what? Susan. The carpet, the chair, the couch. Oh, that's it? That's it? That's it. No, no, that's not it. The uh, bathroom is all peed on. Uh Oh, my God. Never get a a chihuahua, a a male chihuahua. Oh, Oh my God. They eat eat everything. Is he fixed? They're going to the carpet up, too. Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah, so you don't want to get fixed. You got to get them fixed. Uh, Hi there, Kathy. Hi. You know the nacho cheese dip that you buy in the sealed little tin metal can? Yeah, Um, we used to play uh, that also on Chips Dip in a Mexico trip. Nacho (laughs) cheese, nacho wife. So he got the can completely off the counter. It was brand new. Came home. He'd gotten it open and cleaned it out completely, and there was no blood or anything anywhere. I don't know how he did it without destroying the salt. Thanks for taking us there. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was smart enough not to cut his tongue. So he ate ate the cheese? 
the cheese, the plastic lid that you're supposed to reseal it with, gone. Oh. A whole wheel yeah. of cheese. I'm trying to find that Anchorman drop, Swanee. I don't know what it's under. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, our backstreet's eats the whole wheel of cheese. He's not even mad. He's impressed. <laughs> How to professionally drink with your boss to advance your career. There are eight rules. Mel D has got a fresh, clean piece of paper and a pen ready to go. Mm-hmm. She's going to write down these rules for our first ever Drinking with Mel D uh, moment. That's coming up a little bit later on. We said name any of the top three and you'll be a winner. Uh, you believe, Marie, what's in the top three? Don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. I... I'm not going to lie to you, Marie. I'm shocked that's not in the top three because I think that's an excellent piece of advice. Oh. But it is not in the top three. Oh. Party, yeah. Hmm. Heather, among the eight rules on how to professionally drink with your boss and advance your career, any of the top three, Heather, you have? Offer to pay. Exactly right. Wow. Offer to pay. Keyword just offer. Hmm. Yeah. I think you should let the boss pay so that he feels more powerful. Well, I, yeah, I, but I that's the trick. Yeah, I won't. I won't feel any power whatsoever. No? Okay. I'm gonna make Big Karwowski pay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you make should the, offer. Make the offer. Like, Big Karwowski, yeah. I got. You're this. like, you want me to get this? And he'd be like, Nah, nah, I got it. Yeah. But there's, it's possible he goes, Oh, cool, you got it. All right, let's get out of here. All right, how to professionally drink with your boss to advance your career? I'm gonna read all eight of these, uh, you Meldy, and I want you to just answer yes or no as to whether or not you think you can do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Number one, never pick where you go. Yes. All right, you've done a good job of that. Yeah, Big Karwowski has selected. <laughs> right, he's the got a handle on all to, that. That uh, when we get in, we won't be able to tell if it's night or day, and the bartender is a guy named Snake. Right. Yeah. All right. Number two, always offer to pay. I will do that. Okay. Uh, number three, this is one I don't know how this is going to go. Keep pace with others. That might not happen. Okay. Appreciate the honesty. Okay, because you're going to fall below. It's right. Not, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen Big Karwowski. He'll probably come over. That guy has a hollow leg. That's true. But it's no. better to that fall under than, than be the one that's too drunk. Right, that's true. Uh, number four, be casual, but not too casual. Okay, well, okay. so I like, talk about sports and um, like Big Karwowski really likes Strange working music. in his yard, yeah, so maybe like yard. Yeah, talk to talk to Big a lot about yard work. I think that is casual, but not too because I think too casual would be like the Violetta Penis comment oh. from right. a few minutes ago. Yeah, that's, that's too casual. That is too. That's casual. over the line. Uh, don't be an awkward stick in the mud. It says who just sits there and lets everyone else talk. This is an out of office situation where you and your coworkers can get to know each other. Give them a bit of a glimpse into who you are and why you're good for the company, but don't overshare. Mm. Okay. And also yard work. (laughs) work. Uh, Number five, don't be a brown noser. Oh, that's hard. Oh, my God. So many people are, though. Can can you do that? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Number six, don't get too drunk. I don't don't think that's going to happen. Wait till the Malort. We'll see. (laughs) The Malort will determine that for you. Right. Yep. As will the the Dirty Shirley. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. The Dirty Shirley. (laughs) Number seven, don't linger too long. Don't worry, that won't happen. Yeah. I will be out of there quickly. Oh, <laughs> you know that's true. All right. You just leave. I swear. I, I go to these places with Eric, and I'm like, did Eric leave? And then he's just gone. Yeah, I like to Houdini. You don't announce it. No. You're just gone. No, I, it's like a magic trick. Do you do that in private, like private, private life, too? Yes. I do it with my own family. Okay. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Turn around, I'm, I'm gone. I don't know. <laughs> They're gone. talking to you, and yeah. you're, just, you're, you're in Iowa we'll somewhere. Like a, we'll be like in Disney World. I'll turn around, I'm home. I don't even know it. Oh, wow. Yep. That's great. And finally, the eighth rule on how to professionally drink with your boss and advance your career. Don't 
be creepy. Oh. I, I won't be creepy with any of you guys. If you're already a creepy person, this is going to be tough, it reads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mel D has creepy say, in her. Uh, don't hit on any of your coworkers. <laughs> don't hit on me while we're there. Okay. Or on Snake. Try to limit your hitting. No, she can hit on Snake. Oh, I guess you said coworkers. Yeah. Okay, got it. So you can, can hit, hit on, on non-coworkers. Okay, that's Snake fine. Snake or Cal down at the end of the bar. I would encourage that. No problem. Got it. Right. Just not, don't hit on me or Big Carwowski. <laughs> These rules are be- your charm. Yeah, rules right. are becoming clear. Got it. Don't hit on any of your coworkers or do anything creepy that would make anyone think twice about inviting you next time. Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. Listen to who's talking over there. <laughs> it's not tough for yeah. everyone. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm a little creepy. Yeah. All right. So do you think you can handle those rules? Here, I'm going to hand them to you. Okay. You keep those in your file, okay. in your <laughs> drinking file over there. We'll You're see the only one that would have out. a drinking file. A secret Eric in the morning off-air poll. Hmm. I think Airplane Whip will have a very distinct opinion about this. I've never heard of this dilemma before, this scenario, but I know what it feels like. Let me read you the email I received. Okay. Hey, Eric, question for you. Hoping you can ask everybody. I'm currently on a flight headed back home to Chicago. My husband and I have the middle and aisle seats. Not a ridiculously early flight either, 10, 15 in the morning. The passenger in the window seat has both the window shades closed. She's sound asleep with a headrest and eye mask. Whole nine yards, out cold. I'm dying to reach over and open the window shade because it's so claustrophobic. I know, I know, first world problems. What's window etiquette for the window seat? If traveling alone, leave it closed, open it, ask your seat mate. I don't know what to do. Uh, Aha. Oh my God. Look at that. I mean, that's a great question. It is yeah. a great question. Uh, Joanne, you're sitting in the middle seat and the person next to you on the window is sound asleep and has closed the shade. You want to open it because you're feeling claustrophobic. Are you allowed to open the shade? Yes or no? No. No, you say no. Why? Because the person who sits on the window owns the window seat. They own the shade. She just said it, though. Actually, they own the window seat. Uh They don't own the window. Ah, see, that's what she's alluding to, though. Once you've got that spot, that's your territory. That's your area. All right. Should you be able, Maria, to reach over and open the window shade? Yes or no? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. And why have you settled on that decision? Well, because at the end of the day, everyone paid the same amount for the seat. So regardless if you sit in the window aisle or the middle, uh-huh. you have you should have uh-huh. access to that. I see. Okay, we're tied at one-to-one. Linda, you're in the middle seat. You're feeling claustrophobic. The window shade is down and the person is sound asleep. Should you be allowed to reach over and open it, yes or no? I'm going to say yes because the claustrophobic thing. Uh-huh. So the person in the middle's got a problem, and because of that problem, everything uh-huh. changes. Aha. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. So you say yes, you should be able to reach over and open it. Uh, Airplane Whip, who has a policy, I don't know if you know this, Violetta. Uh, Whip says that uh, there should be no reclining of seats on airplanes. Really? Even though they recline because they, even though they're meant to recline, they shouldn't recline because it's rude to the person behind you, even though they can recline. Yeah. Well, and then if everybody get, reclined, sure. then we'd all be in the exact same spot anyway. No, that's not true. You get to the back of the plane, the seat doesn't recline. Well, well then, that's you know, one that's person. True. Then, uh, then that's uh, their fault for not checking in early and they got the bad <laughs> seat. Yep, yep, yep. No, right. no, no, no. That's, uh, uh, that's, that's okay. just saying if everybody uh, everybody uh-huh. does it, I can do it too kind of thing. Uh-huh. Okay, so you argument. have very particular rules yeah, when you Yeah, well, travel. I don't want your face in uh-huh. my lap when I'm flying. All right, so... Uh, would you, if sitting in the middle seat, 
If the window shade is down and the person is asleep, mm. do you have a right to reach over and open that shade? Oh, this is really hard. I mean, because I feel like it should be sort of a compromise <laughs> between everyone in that entire three-seat section. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can't reach that, I'm actually going to go with yes, you can reach over and open it. Yes, you and can my, reach over. And my reasoning, although this is hard, uh-huh. but I would say my reasoning would be that the default position of the window uh-huh. shade is open. Uh-huh. So that person, I Why think... Why is... No, how do you know that? Well, it's just... That's it's, not, it's, you can't it starts, say that. Yeah, it starts open. You gotta that's go, not true. You have to go to an effort to close it. That is absolutely not true. All right, well, a lot I of think planes you get on, the default position is down. They actually put them down when you get on a plane. Mm, I don't know. Well, I think that uh-huh. the person uh, who was in the window seat in this case is... Being a little bit bold by making it her preference only. Uh-huh, but she's sleeping. Yeah, well, then she won't even know when you open the damn thing. She's got an eye shade. Uh, so you believe that the window person does not control the window shade. Violetta, what do you think? I think they do, and I love the shades down. I uh-huh. hate the sun coming through. It gives me a headache. Like, uh-huh. I just like it pitch black in there as okay. possible. Yeah. Um, so, but I have I have talked to the person that's sitting at the window before, because everybody always makes me sit in the middle. Gotcha, because so, you're the smallest person. Yeah, but right. it's uncomfortable for anybody. And um, I've talked to them, you know, like, what well, can we half close it, you know? So I'm still waiting. Is the window shade allowed to be opened or closed? I think it belongs to the person sitting in the window seat. We just spoke to 10 people off the air and asked them this exact question. What do you think the outcome was for the middle person wanting to open the window shade? Mm, I'm going to say probably seven people said it belongs to the window seat. Uh, The question being, uh, you're sitting in the middle. Are you allowed to reach over and open it? Are you allowed to reach over? That was the original question. that's the question. Mm, That's a hard question. question. Still a hard question. Yeah. I'm going to go with five and five. Five and five. I'm going to go seven. Seven say that you should be able yeah. to open it. That's exactly right. Oh, there you go. Seven out of ten. I kind of punted on my answer, though. I know you that. Did. but You know, the thing about it is uh, um, I'm a guy, I like. I need that window shade open when we're landing. Yeah. It drives me crazy to be sitting on the aisle and look over, and I can't see when we're about to hit the ground. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, and, and I guess I was coming like from the— I'd like to know right, right. before we hit the, da- hit the ground that we're about to hit the ground. And I might have been a little biased in this because I like it open pretty much as often as possible. I kind of right. have that claustrophobic thing, too, when it's closed. It just right. is a weird feeling for right. me, so I like to kind of see the world a little bit. That being said, another question. Is it okay to take your shoes off on an airplane? Uh, no. Yes, if you're wearing socks. Socks smell too. Well, my feet don't smell, but um. Says a person whose feet smell and is afraid to admit that their feet. Just smell. like no, the expression, don't. you don't think your s stinks. Yeah. God, it, some people have smellier feet than others. My you feet might, smell. I'll just own it. You might be surprised to know in a poll on whether or not it's okay to take your shoes off on an airplane. The majority say it's not, but not as by as much as you think. Really? Sixty percent say it's not okay. Forty percent say it's fine. My feet swell when I when I fly, so I like to take them out of my gym shoes. I see a doctor's note. 35% <laughs> say reclining your seat should be unacceptable, so you're in the minority on that one. Hey, the world is coming around, though. 35%. And if the person uh, next to you falls asleep on your shoulder, 15% <laughs> of us would not wake them up. Really? Hmm. I would wake them up the second they got near my shoulder. <laughs> They wouldn't even get a chance to fall. Like actively, or would you just start twitching around so no, that you, they can't like, help no, waking no. up? I would just look at them and go, we're not doing this. Oh, 
what, what's happening here? We're not, we're not, we're not, doing, we're not doing this. On my way back from Serbia, I think I fell asleep uh, on the guy next to me. Oh, it was nice. He was probably fine with that. Okay, we've cleaned up the house. Now the garage and that old fridge. But I... No buts. There's just one old jar of sauerkraut in that fridge. ComEd will take it away for free. Send us $50. But, honey... And we could save over $100 a year in energy costs. But... No buts. ComEd is picking it up next Tuesday. Oh, you just like to argue. Schedule your free pickup from the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program at comed.com slash fridge recycling. ComEd, powering lives, funded in compliance with state law. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. ComEd will pick up that old working fridge, recycle it, and send you $50. Schedule your free pickup at comed.com slash fridge recycling. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 